Jackperian is a Nigerian term for immigrant. So, hello Jackperians, hello all. Welcome to Chronicles of an Immigrant Podcast, where we share the untold stories of the migration journey. So whether you're at work, whether you're driving, or whether you're in the bathroom taking a leak, whatever you're doing, relax and enjoy. This is Chronicles of an Immigrant Podcast. So, like, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend. Enjoy the episode. In this episode, we had Iboko over, a friend, and she shared the expectations versus reality of a job seeker in the UK. What she would have done differently if she could turn back the hands of time of her migration journey. Welcome to Chronicles of an Immigrant Podcast. I'm your host, Mo, and today we have Ibukun. Ibukun, yeah, introduce yourself. Hi, Mo. It's so nice to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Thank, Thank you, you for coming. I have a lot to say. Wait. I have a lot to say, but let me introduce Wait. myself. Introduce yourself. <laughs> my name is Ibukun Adewomi. Yeah, that's my name. What do you want me to say again? Your nationality. Ah, okay. I'm sure I sound Nigerian. So basically, what you want to say is mm. tell us your name, mm-hmm. your nationality, um, where you're currently living, mm. and your, what are you? What are you doing? Your aspirations, whether okay. your current job or are you basically, that's it. Are okay. You, yeah. Okay. Um, so my name is Ibukon, like I said, Ibukon Adewumi, or Ibukon for shots. Um, I'm Nigerian. I know I sound Nigerian too. Um, I currently live in Salford, Manchester, United Kingdom. Um, what am I currently doing? To be honest, right now I'm a sit-at-home human. I just sit at home. I have no job. I'm applying. I used to have a job though, but I'm sure we'll get into that um yeah, fully yeah. later. So, but yeah, right now I'm not working. Vuku is on the is on the job market. She's yeah, an immigrant on the job market yes i am we've all been there so there's nothing to be here <laughs> shy about you're proudly looking for a job <laughs> i am i'm selling my market <laughs> i defy work <laughs> um bearing in mind that our listeners are not just nigerians so true, true. they're immigrants across the world mm-hmm. by god's grace mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah um as we've said, mm-hmm. uh, before we go into the nitty-gritties of all this, how yeah. your week? How's your, how's your week been going? Mm. How are you basically? Um, I'd say today, right now, I am fine today, and I think that's a good one. Mm. Um, the weekend was good too. Um, I think last week, I mean, um, entering into the new year, it dawned on me that wow, this is. You know that thing with New Year? Um, yeah. It's looking forward to big things, yeah? And then I just got into this New Year and it dawned on me that, wow, I'm without a job. Um, <laughs> after, exactly. <laughs> and then after the, uh, um, the break, the um, Christmas and New Year yeah. break, you know, everybody, when you ask them, oh, what are you up to now? Oh, um, I'll be going back to work. Um, I'll be going back to work. Um, the holidays are over soon. Um, I'll be going back to work. And here I am. Jobless. No, I to work. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, um, that time it felt like, wow, what are you doing with your life? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I would say today, right now, I am fine. 
I think that's good. Yeah, like, I'm fine. That's good. Fine. How are you doing as well? Good. I'm all right. I'm recovering from holiday depression. Um, ah! I recorded this re episode was recorded just after New Year. So uh, right now, December. Oh, sorry, January eighth, twenty twenty-four. I'm recovering from holiday depression. Yeah, I was that depressed. Though. That's why I went to the office today. I usually don't go to the office today, uh, but because I need to see people. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was not depressed. I was never thinking. I was just eating that, <laughs> eating that, eating that, eating, and I'm back to reality now. No, to be fair, to be fair, mm -hmm. because you know, living by yourself, when you mm. not go out and see people, mm, like, it's a and then feeling. you not come back to being by yourself, being mm. lonely, is it's hard. Mm, 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 so that's where mm, I am mm, right mm, now. Mm, mm. Well, you know, let's forget all that mm -hmm. and let's go to the matter today. Let's jump right in. So. This podcast mm -hmm. is a safe haven, mm -hmm. the safe place. Whatever you say, you're not going to be judged. Mm. You're not going. To, nobody's going to look down on you. Mm. It's just to encourage other people that are out there that they are not alone in the journey. Mm -hmm. And at some point, all of us have been looking for jobs one way or the other. Yeah. And we know that the next time you're coming on this podcast, you're going to share your journey and how you navigated the job market. Sure. Amen to that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> So, okay, now, how did you come to the UK? Mm. Okay, so, um, I wanted to say I came into the UK like every other festival, but I'm sure different people have different stories. But I came into the UK as a student. Mm. I came for my master's. Um, I've finished now. That's why um, I finished like, um, a year ago. I finished in 2022. Mm. So, um, I worked for about a year. and. Um, yeah, I'm here now. I came as a student. Okay, so what caused you? you Just study. Yeah, what caused you to study? Um, I came in to study biomedical science. Hmm. I loved that decision at the time. I'm not sure about that right so now. So you came to your master's in biomedical, biomedical science. Yes, yes. Okay. That's what and I did my what university? In. Um, university of Salford. Oh. Shout out to University of Salford. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so now, you did you work after you finished your master's? Mm, I did. Um, I started work. I finished in September officially. No, not yeah, officially. And then my um graduation, my actual graduation was um November. So I started working. I think just after my graduation. So you obviously you came to the UK. You mm -hmm. did your masters, mm -hmm. and you are coming from Nigeria. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's so many things that you experience, you mm. know, amongst other things. So before we get to that, but mm. what was it when you first came to the UK, mm -hmm. what was the biggest challenge for you? Like mm. you know, Nigeria is we are on, I'm a Nigerian as mm -hmm. well, as you know, as we both know. And you yeah. know, coming to the UK, yeah, it's a different it's a different mm -hmm, ball game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's different. Yes, true. Um coming into the country, first of all, when I was coming, I was excited. I mean Yes. Leaving Nigeria, you when, know the went to went to all exactly. <laughs> I'm going abroad, so I was very excited. And when I came in, um, it was different. First, I came in without family, so yes, mm -hmm. I was um alone yeah. for the first. But and when I came in, it was um the quarantine period. Yeah. So okay. I was mostly indoor for a period of time. I was trying to get used to the fact that now I'm away from home or from where. I'm used to 
basically. Yeah. And I'm in a new environment. Um, where a lot of shock, um, the cultural shock, especially. I mean, the UK is just far apart from Nigeria, basically. Yeah. And do you know, the, do you know what I even found difficult was that you know in Nigeria, we are very people call us very confident, mm -hmm. but by nature we speak very defensively. True. Is that the word? Is that I, true? We speak, you know, we're very defensive. Mm -hmm. But in the UK, everybody is like softly spoken. Yeah. And then you want to talk to somebody. And, you're and, really and, the, person, the, person, the... and the person is like, like <laughs> you know, you have to like, okay, what do I say? And mm -hmm. you experience that. Definitely. I think our go-to as a Nigerian is to just be defensive. Yeah. Just yeah. attack people. And definitely, when I came here, do you know one thing I actually struggled with was saying sorry. You know when someone coughs and then I just, my instincts, I just say, oh, sorry. Or when someone is, yeah, and then they're like, it's not your fault. I think I still struggle with that. I still struggle <laughs> with that to date. And just the the whole no, it's just it's it's just different. I think I'm yeah. I'm, I'm getting used Obviously. to Obviously. I mean you've been, I'm, you've I'm, been here for how long now? Um two almost three years. Not exactly three, but almost three years. Okay, now. me too. Almost three years yeah. now. Yeah, when this episode comes out, I'll be three years already. You will be. Yeah. Uh... Shout out to me <laughs> and to us. Okay, so now you before coming to nigeria mm -hmm. what what were you doing uh, before sorry before coming to the uk what mm. were you doing um i was working i was working with um a construction company you know in nigeria usually you don't exactly work where you in the in the um path that you studied yes, basically yes, yes. so i was working in a um a steel company i would say okay yeah that's what i was doing i was working full-time before okay. i came in okay yeah that's good but now mm -hmm. you're on the job market in yes the UK. actively and there are i don't know hundreds of thousands of people mm -hmm. as well down the job market yes and i always tell people that it's not a question of will you get rejections the number how many rejections how many it's a, it's a battle it's a battle for rejection i'm telling it's you a, it's a battle for rejection because no matter how good your application is someone will reject you they will still you will still mm. be rejected yeah you know so how? Because now you want to pursue your career in what now? What are you looking to pursue your career in after studying biomedical science? Yeah. Um. Currently, I am actively applying for business analyst roles. I know it's quite different from what I studied. Yeah. I don't know if you want to know the background story, but I'm currently and actively looking for bureaus, full time bureaus. So Ibuku is navigating um from biomedical science mm -hmm. to business analyst yes she has done some trainings mm -hmm. but the market is very very tough it's a very tough one yeah i tell people that because everybody wants to come into be mm. now at the moment the 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 demand is is really higher than yes this, yes i would say i would say so saturated yeah, right now saturated industry. i mean you go on linkedin and then every day you see, there are lots of vacancies to be honest you would see lots and lots of it but there are so many people looking for the same role i think yeah. it's a case of i don't even know at some point for me it was a case of oh if you stand out they will definitely maybe yeah. um, pick you but yeah. now i don't even know if that's exactly what i think i think it's just grace and yeah definitely what you can offer them that's different from what another person can but, yeah but do you think because like, people i get this as well because i write cvs for people mm -hmm. and some people say 
that your name mm. has mm. an impact <laughs> on you know feels and on we we call it an unjust mm. has a has a part to play in mm. your rejection mm. that you know when they see your name they yeah. just throw your applications I think I would agree because um, initially um, I used to use my Yoruba name yeah. and um, I I noticed that the, the number of rejection I got then, I don't know if it's, yeah. if I can justify that really, but I know the number of rejection I got then was um, higher than when I just used, so I used my middle name now. Yeah. I just use my middle name now because it's English. Yeah. So I just and use what, it now. What, what name is that? It's Esther. Okay. So I just use it because I feel like it is, maybe they might relate more to it. And then I remember going for a, I wouldn't call it a seminar exactly, but like something where it was a program where um, someone that is an experienced HR, yes, was yeah. speaking. And then one of the things they said that was key was, oh, make sure you use a name that they can relate to. Mm. And oh, I felt, bias. yes, I felt oh, really bad racism. because I mean, there is this, oh, we are not, um, there's diversity and inclusion. Yeah. But I see that it's not the case 100% of the time. So just to be on the safe side, I just use my People, my some companies say they, every company say they are diverse. Yes. But it's the lie. It's just diverse on paper. They don't actually, how many companies actually practice mm -hmm. the diverse work culture? Very few. Very few. Because I don't know why I would have to change my name. Yeah. Yeah. And is is how they pronounce it for me. How how it's been. I don't know how you know they don't. I feel like some people don't actually make effort into wanting to learn how to pronounce it. So I think for me, as when I where I used to work, when they just put, I'm like, no, just call me this name. Mm -hmm. I feel better call you calling me this name because I know you're not going to spoil the um the actual pronunciation of something. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So aside from even. Try wanting to apply for jobs, even the pronunciation. So I just mm -mm, no, no. Those for <laughs> my I mean name. Now. I don't call myself Omoyeni anymore. I call myself Mo. Mo. You see, if you come to this country and you look for Omoyeni, you will not. You will see, not find. Will not oh find my, my god! My, my preferred name at work everywhere is it's Mo. Because if you and I think it's almost like you are trying to do them a favor, so they put they, they, they it's easier for them to pronounce. Yes, yeah? it is. But for me, what I've realized is that everywhere I go, when I introduce myself mm. as I introduced myself as Omoyeni first, and mm -hmm. I said, but everybody knows me as Mo. Mo, okay. I feel like Mo sticks faster in every room I go to, True. so I just said to stick to Mo, mm, 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 you know. Mm. But Omoyeni is such a powerful name because yes. it means that it means you deserve a child, oh. you know. So now I'm letting go of that and just Mo. What's Mo? Mo? What does Mo, Mo mean? Mo is my initials. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. There's nothing we can do about that. Yeah. So, Nibuku mm. is on the job market. Mm -hmm. She's an immigrant, mm. just like many of us. Mm. You know, I've been, I, there's a far part of my life where I was navigating that as mm. well. And I realized, I remember quitting my job with mm. nothing. That's what I did too. And I know that you are at that point right yeah, now. Yeah, that's where I am now. <laughs> people think that you are crazy. Now, what's this girl doing? Does she have a plan? <laughs> if you could quit, what job did you could tell them? What, what, will you quit your job? <laughs> As a, what? I was working with the NHS. I mean, it wasn't, how would you call it? It's some people's serious job. But I was working as a support worker for um, NHS. To be very honest here, yeah, I did like that job. But mm. 
I just knew that that's not I I can't do this forever. This this is not what I want to do. Mm. So one day I just woke up and I just yeah I got to, to my limit. I just couldn't. And I just sent in my resignation. Everybody thought I was crazy. Like, how would you pay your rent? And yeah, I've been surviving. Mm. It's it's a crazy decision, but I made yeah. it. And um, and if you were to do it again, would you have done the same thing? Um, I think I would do. I think I would, but maybe um, plan differently. Maybe like knowing that oh, I think what what I should have done or what I would do better would be to, um save up more money yeah yeah maybe look forward to um resigning maybe in five months time and then save up towards that but i didn't in fact if i had asked me like two months before i had no plans i didn't yeah. it, it wasn't a plan i just woke up that day and i just sent him a resignation letter mm. i just honestly i think i was even coming from a job yeah i was coming from a shift i was coming home and i just typed my resignation letter in in in, in the bus Hmm. And I just sent it. You know, I just challenged myself this year and I'm reading the Bible, mm-hmm. Bible in a year. And to this week, mm-hmm. my word going forward this week was Mark 5, um, is it Mark 5? Mark mm-hmm. 5, 36. What does it say? And Jesus told Jairus, mm-hmm. don't be afraid, mm-hmm. just have faith. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people think that you are mad. People think you are crazy. Mm-hmm. But my word to you today is, don't be afraid. Just have faith. Just have faith. I'll hold on to that. Don't I will afraid. hold Just on to that. You know, sometimes if you don't test the God that you serve, mm. you don't know what he's capable of doing. Yeah. So this is you putting God to test. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see. And hoping yeah. that God will come through for you. Mm-hmm. Even though your plan was planned without a plan. <laughs> True. True. Without a plan. But yeah. Yeah. You know, and the thing about the migration journey is that is an it's an humbling experience. Hmm. Nobody cares about your, who your father mm. was in Nigeria, who your mother was, whether you were driving a Range Rover um, or not. You know, coming from Nigeria to migrating. You just have to leave that it, behind you. Yes. You have to. You just yeah. have to leave that behind yeah. you. have to. Because, you know, most times when I look back, I'm like, ah, if I was my mother's house, or if I was back in Nigeria, yeah. I would not be so free. But sometimes, eh, for, for God to do the things that he has planned for you. Mm. You have to leave the yeah. bosom of your parents. Yeah, they got to be selfish. And you, know, you know, the African culture is very, your parents are so involved yeah. in your life. Mm-hmm. Don't you like the freedom? You are, the freedom? <laughs> you, are you not enjoying I like the, the freedom? The freedom <laughs> that the migration journey brings. I like that freedom. Yeah. But I agree with you. I agree. I agree. I agree that sometimes, yeah, you, you have to get to that point where you leave it and then like, Almost like find your place. Yeah, that's that's it. In the By world. yourself. Yes. Yeah, where do you fit in? Yes. Find your voice. Mm, you have to and you have to do that outside of your parents, mm-hmm. outside of the voice. What you're used to basically. Exactly. Yeah. The people and the class they grew up with you, they've seen you mm. your journey, they can't see where you are going to. Mm-hmm, 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 so you need mm-hmm. to come out of that. Yeah. And you know, because now you have to fit for yourself. It's like you're mm. a bit like a lion in a jungle. Mm. <laughs> 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 so you have to like think of ways to, to survive to su- survival yeah. instincts then begins to kick yeah. in and yeah. this is something that if you're in your comfort zone mm. will never have happened definitely definitely i agree i agree coming to the uk is 
I would say humbling because I would go to work and then I, it's not like I was um, working as a director somewhere or anything, but I would go to work and I would hear people say, oh, I used to be a lawyer or mm-hmm. I used to be this. And I'm like, wow, from that to yeah. this. Don't it I- takes time building that in the UK as but the thing about it is that some people will never be, get, get to they will never it. get there mm. they will never get there that's just a sad truth and the yeah. reason is that's why that's the point of this podcast mm. is there's so many people migrating mm. and they're giving up on their dreams mm. you know because they feel like they have to settle mm. I call it um, modern day slavery mm. they give it the barest minimum mm. You know, they give you the barest minimum for survival and you think that you have it, but you yeah. don't. Yeah. And the decisions that we make now is dependent on the next generation. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. You know, who your parents will meet and all that, or, or sorry, who your kids will meet mm-hmm. and all that. So it's so important as migrants that we hold and support each other in the journey and it's hard. It's a very difficult one, though, ah. Mo, if, if you're being very... Um... Honest, it's, it's a very difficult one because I had to settle. I mean, yeah. I told you at the beginning of um, this um, edition or this episode yeah. rather that I studied biomedical science, yeah. and now I'm just from being a, a scientist to now being a mini Texas. Mm-hmm. Like, is I would say they are world apart. So yeah. I do agree with the fact that we said so. Yeah. But if you look at it um, critically, sometimes, some it's not even sometimes, most times there are, there's no option, there's no choice. Because if you want to do what, you're, what you actually want to do, you might not find it, yep. say, in good time. And you need to survive before then. Yeah, so people, I think people just do like, well, whatever I can find, yeah, basically. Yeah, what I have to whatever. do, survival. Yes, it's like, like just do what in a jungle. Like, yeah. I have to do what I have to do. Yeah. So it's not basically, it's not now, it's not even, oh, this is what I love. I f- do you enjoy what you do? Oh, definitely. Oh, that's, definitely, that's really I, good. I then. definitely enjoy I enjoy the work. I enjoy the atmosphere. The culture of the company is really good as wow. well. So I call, I, 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 I tell myself I'm blessed. Mm. But those blessings came with self- sacrifices and then knowing what I wanted and not giving up. Mm. For me, it was not a do or die. Mm, mm, I didn't mm. say that if I didn't if UK or nothing, it wasn't like that for okay, me. Okay, okay. I knew so that's why I tell people that I get the fact that we want to migrate. Want to jack want to jackpot, <laughs> as people say, but what is God's plan for you? Mm. What is your purpose in life? Mm. You know, sometimes where you are or where you were before might be that purpose that you left. True. But you never know. And that's what sad thing that people have to come to realize. What's your yeah. what purpose driving your life? Yeah. Is it to mm. no offense to um, anybody that is working in healthcare or support work, whatever you're doing, um, but is the purpose God have the, the, the purpose that God has for you, is mm. it to clean somebody else's um, <laughs> No, no, sorry, no, 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 no. This is a safe place. Yeah. And we need to tell each other the hard truth. Yeah. You know, we need it's I know that it's a test for survival. We need yeah. to do what we have to do. But imagine somebody that was heading a branch, a bank, a, a, a branch in mm-hmm. a bank. Yeah, I do and know then some people like that. To migrate and then migrating and then having to do a job that they never thought Would they have, could do yeah. in their life. They had maids, 
they had mm. drivers mm. you know and these are things that people did yeah. not know when they were migrating mm. that's that's the truth that's the the god honest truth and we yeah. need to tell and the thing is that people are um they feel ashamed mm. that's why this place is a safe place I do no like what you're doing. In yeah, this, in this environment, in this community, guys, mm. no bad energy. Everything good. We're helping each other. We're supporting one another. You know, mm. because we've had to do all of us at some point. We've mm. had to do these jobs mm. to survive. Mm-hmm. But we cannot do this job forever. forever. That's the whole point of this community. We can't do this job forever. We mm. need to come out and think yeah and have a plan exactly what can we do differently yeah yeah i mean um thank you for this um initiative really i think it's if say maybe when i was back home if i had the opportunity to listen to maybe a podcast like this i think maybe i would have made different choices so i do think that what you're doing is brilliant kudos Mm -hmm. to you but i know that there are like so many things that I wish people had told me. Yeah. I think it would have maybe informed my... If somebody had told me some things, I definitely wouldn't have studied biomedical science. Mm. I love the course. Yeah. I really, really do love it. So I do feel like... Say maybe I, I um, got a different information. I wouldn't have... I feel like I wouldn't have studied biomedical science Especially if someone had told me that one year is not enough to get a license. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't have studied. Um, I would have studied maybe nursing or maybe even business. I heard now you can now study BA as a course oh, yeah. in, in the uni. So oh, I feel like okay. I, sh- I would have maybe done a master's in, I did, yeah. in that. You did yeah, that. I did master's in business analytics. I, I and feel I like had I should have done that. I had an accounting background. background. Yeah. Mm. And at that time when I came... Uh, there were not a lot of it wasn't saturated it wasn't a saturated industry like it is and there were not even a lot of migrants at that time, at the time. That, you know so there were more opportunities yeah we still got rejections though, but the level of rejection was not it's not as high yes no it's, it's really it's saturated though ah. the, you know it's a very saturated Do you know when I, I feel like when industry. i go to the street and i say how many people are bees come out i feel like so many people just they'll just be coming up, coming up. Ah, ah, no, the field is so such, and that's the problem. Everybody's going into it now, and now you don't even have to have studied it yes. in the uni. So, yes. like yes. anything, you can just bring in transferable skills, yeah, and just you can yeah. have you can have a job in it, basically. So I feel like if I had, if somebody had told me that maybe a license in a year is is a no no, I wouldn't have studied yeah, medical science. Yes. Reality. You mm. never know until you not enter. It's like a construction project. You yeah. want to renovate your house. You don't know until you keep diving yeah. and diving and diving into yeah, it. Yeah. But the thing about it is that you are now here. Mm-hmm. There's a need for you to now begin to think outside the box. Yeah. You know, think outside the box. Like I um my career is in revenue management and mm. every time I tell somebody that I'm in revenue money. They have to ask me, what is it? You remember, I, I did because, ask you that. Yeah, what did you, what did you do? What, what does that mean? Yes, yes. And that was BA 10 years ago. Nobody knew what BA was. Mm. So there's a need for you to find a niche, a niche career mm, and, just, and then start to build on, you yeah. know, build that thing. What is the next, the, the, the next generation's BA? Mm, mm. That's it. I do, I, do, I do agree with you. There's I a agree. need to think out of the box, which we don't really, we don't really get to do now. 
Somebody's just trying to make a living. I'm telling you, you see, money, <laughs> one in excess tree is important to have money. So, hmm. I think because we're, we are, um, everybody's is trying to survive. Like yeah. you said, that um, we are in the jungle, we're like a lion, we're just yeah. looking for something to, to eat, yes. to nibble on, basically. So, when 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 that's the, the focus, it, you don't really care about what your what kind of job you do to to earn that money that's why so many people are do you know that i feel like they even like to me because when i was coming they just told me oh the the healthcare system is is, is hot cake they did not tell me the particular the one the one gunga, 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 the that is the hot cake studied nothing i would have been whoa i would have been in band six right now i'm telling you information is so it's key. cute it's so key it's like cute. so the information we have in our migration journey makes a whole lot of difference yeah you have to be open-minded not everybody not everybody that tells you something should should you grab like yes that's what it mm-hmm. tells you ba don't just go into ba hmm. and that's t- what they did they just told me ah there's money in ba I fell victim too. I do. I, <laughs> I went ahead to do I fell victim as well because, you know, after I got scammed uh, of another episode, mm. you know, I, after I lost all of my money and I was trying to, you know, somebody, I met a guy and he was mm. telling me that I should come and study BA mm. and I can make 750 pounds per day. Mm, I, I think somebody, that's what they told me For too. somebody that's lost their life just jumped in i was like ah, okay let me do training too and see whether mm. me too i can quickly make recover all the money when i entered this and my spirit was telling me that it was a lie mm. you know now those are the things guys anything that is too good to be true is not true mm. it is not true. <laughs> that's got too good to be it's true too good to be true <laughs> is not true there's so many mm. criminals so many boot camps 419 boot camps out mm. there yeah. trying to exploit people yeah i'm not rights. telling them the actual truth exactly not saying that you cannot earn because i know people that are earning good as, as yeah but, you they can, but yes exactly and not the way they tell you that oh as soon as you finish the course we'll help you get a job because that's what they told that's me. what they tell because they collect you get a job and then bang, 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 those, bang, bang. those boot camps are not cheap they collect at least 500 pounds at least 500 pounds and imagine collecting 500 pounds from 10 people that's five thousand pounds please tell me so how many teach you. jobs for you are there. are there that will pay you 5k per month mm. that's what somebody is doing with boot camps so you mm. guys i understand that we need to struggle to make it but we need to make it informed decisions and yeah. not fall victim to so many scams mm-hmm. that are out there. I will share my scam experience in another episode, but um, I don't think I will survive the ever scam in this country. Oh my god. That's my that, life. That would be an interesting <laughs> my life savings. <laughs> Guys, that, that would be an interesting you need to know my scam what? story. Uh it will be an interesting episode. So oh my god going back to it, so what do you what what is your highest and lowest point in this journey? Mm. in my immigration journey yes your migration Mm. journey so for me i think the i'll start with the highest and the highest point for me would forever be when i came in you know the the thrill of something new i would not like i'll not let anything or my experience in the uk take that away from me yeah when i came in i was excited Mm. when i think about it now i'm still very much excited just as excited as I was when I came in, because the fact that oh I'm leaving my family and then wanting I'm I'm on the path of making a name for myself, yeah, creating something that's like 
getting something that I worked for, something different from what mm-hmm. I was used mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. So I was very excited, and that will forever be the highest point for me. Um, for the lowest, mm, it would be when I found out that um, one year is not enough to get a license. Mm. That broke me. Like that, mm. it dawned on me that, wow. That's when I knew that was the first point. It was at this point you knew that you fucked up. Yeah. yeah. That's when I knew that I fucked ah. up. I should have done <laughs> nursing. I should have done midwifery. But you never know how it will have gone Something. as well until you've entered it too. I mean, that's very true. But you know, like, just at that moment, mm. I, I was, I know it was like few days to um to the submission of my dissertation. And then we were having like a general seminar with one of our program leaders. And then the person yeah. was like, Oh, there's so many misconceptions. You actually cannot get a license in in this in in under one year, and then that's when I knew that. Wow, you know, I was expecting as soon as I finished thousands of pounds. I'll get a job. Like I'm like I'll just apply. They need me, so I'll just apply. I'll just get in. So like you feel like hot cake, my dear, like a hot cake that Ah. I just finished school. I'm going to enter the job. They're not ready for me. (laughs) It was a big lie. Hey, they are ready for me. <laughs> ah, no, that that's my lowest point because that then that was like the the basis of every other experience that I've, yeah. I've, I've had in the UK. But now. I've said, you know, your lowest points builds mm. resilience, mm. bravery, courage, tenacity. I agree. All those life skills that you mm. forever hold, and ten years from now, baby girl, when you're balling, mm. you'll be saying that it's God that <laughs> told me. <laughs> If God had told me that this is how my future would have been, why would mm. I wouldn't have worried? Mm. And then all these your migration stories, you begin to share it with people, and mm. people would never have thought that you would be you, would, you had gone through those kind of these things. things. Yes, you yes, yes. Nobody would ever have thought they would, yes. they would think you had it easy. They wouldn't know the things that you had to dig up to mm. get to the point you're going to be ten years from now. Yeah, by yeah. God's, I, agree, God's I agree. I agree. I agree. Yes, by God's grace. By God's grace. Yes, I agree. And one thing I wanted to add is that I, for one, I'm a hundred percent advocate for the fact that dreams can change. Yes. I I came in wanting to be in the um, healthcare sector and all. Yeah. And now I'm on a different path, and that yeah. does not still mean that. I think basically it's about finding. I think you mentioned something about um, finding God's purpose. Yeah. Yes. Knowing what God has the created you to be. Driving your life. Yes. Yeah. So important. I do believe that when you find it, just stick to that and then work out that path, and God will make it very easy for you. Amen. Amen to that. So you know we do something here, mm. and it's for yourself and for everyone out there. Okay. You need to take a deep breath, close your eyes, take mm. a deep breath, tell us your aspirations, and after which you have to say that your dreams are valid mm. you know deep down because you need to validate it's a way of validating yourself and validating those dreams mm. you know so carry on um i hope that by the time i come on this on this show again if you would graciously invite me <laughs> i would have been um settled and be one of the renowned business analysts amen my dreams are valid your dreams are valid yes they are possible good. Dreams are valid. in jesus name amen amen, amen. pastor amen <laughs> so to everyone listening to this podcast um you might be on the job market you might be navigating cultural differences um 
so many things might be happening to you that you never thought you've migrated and your expectation is your is so different from the reality that you're facing you are you had the lowest point that you've ever been in life do not give up well this this is a community because we've all been there one way or the other mm. i want you to keep pushing i want you to keep going go back to that vision board and ask you know i go to the bus what do you really want and walk towards it shuffle out all the information all the noise around you people telling you what to do no why did you migrate and pick it from there don't forget your dreams are valid your dreams are valid so thank you for listening don't forget to like subscribe comment share by telling a friend tell a friend to tell another friend this is chronicles of an immigrant podcast where every dream is valid see you in the next episode